Hello, everybody. It's Monday. Excited to be back going at this one alone today, but I'm going over Cobra Kai teaser season four, Stranger Things season four. The Sandman gets a trailer. Uh, there are a lot of the Last of Us first image. There's tons of stuff that I'm going to talk about. I finally went back up on stage in L.A. after about 12 years. I'll get into that a little bit. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about a lot of things, and I'm excited that you guys are joining me for that one. It's going to be cool. Thanks for, uh, for joining me. I'm excited. I'm ready. It's going to be great. All right, let's get into it. Let's start talking some uh, some stuff. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. It's Monday. And yeah, I took Friday to the family a little bit, do some stuff. It's a new Saturday. We had a big day of shooting stuff. And then Sunday, I was getting back on stage. So I wanted to take half a day on Friday, most of the damn Friday, so I didn't get to record an episode on Friday, so I figured I'd just put one out a little later today, for a lot of different reasons, I think one for the, what I just told you, and the other is because I just did the, I just performed last night in Los Angeles for like the first time in like 12 plus years at Flappers Comedy Club, thank you to Jake Lewis, uh, funny dude, him and his brother, really funny guys, um, I don't know if you know those, the Lewis brothers. But uh, they they were so kind to have me on the show. I was up with with um, with Mark Ellis and Justine Marino and a lot of other great comedians that were on the show. It was a fun show. A lot of people came out to see it. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I also figured there was so much stuff I wanted. On Saturday we shot the um, we shot a big match with Mike Kalinowski and Amadou Moses and and the Inner Geekdom Finals and Rick Radis and uh, and Frankie Alvarez. We did a really fun thing for the Skybound Expo. With Janine the Machine, Video Drew, Final Girls, Final Girl match that's going to debut at the Expo Skybound, and Beth May was on the desk, who is just a an extraordinary talent. Um, so it was a fun day, but what it meant was I was getting texts from people and tweets from people that, hey, did you see the Cobra Kai season four trailer drop? Did you see the uh, Stranger Things season four teaser trailer drop? Are you going to do some reactions to it? And I was like. Yeah, definitely. And then by the time I got around to it, it was too late. And I was like, ah, I like to get on those things and, and say, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it and let you guys see how I'm thinking about it when everybody else is, is you know, talking about it. So, you know, I'll just wait until Monday and then I'll talk about it there and give you guys my thoughts on what I saw. So what should we start with first? And, I, and, I, and for those people who are new to this show, thank you. Uh, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found. And what I do, I've been doing it every two or three weeks. I do one show by myself, and I just kind of cover a bunch of the news topics that are out there that I want to talk about and give my thoughts on it, get your thoughts. I've been responding to everybody on YouTube, going back and forth and commenting. And I spend like a good portion, I think, on. Uh, well, during the day, but during the weekend, I try to find a couple hours to just respond to everybody that I've missed. So trying to get very active in the comment section, trying to make sure that community comes back. I think YouTube kind of lost that. And not just people commenting on videos, but community and interaction and getting back and forth and talking with people and making them feel part of something. That's what YouTube was started for. And I want to, and that's why Mark Ellis and I got into it. So I want to continue that. So please, uh, give me your thoughts on what you think here. Uh, and let's get into some of these stories. And I think that the first one we'll talk about is Stranger Things. Um, 
The Creel House is the name of this season, and season four, it starts out, this trailer starts out, and you see, is, I can't remember the dude, he's, he's an actor that's on um, the Ozark, he's really good, shit, uh, but anyway, him and his family, they move into this house, and you see, and, and you got the old school music playing, and it, it reminds me of one of these old school horror movies, and something supernatural goes down, some shit goes down. And then the kids are winding up on the floor, and then it just kind of flashes through. And it was a very intriguing start to it. And then we get our we get our Ghostbusters, kids who are now fifty seven years old. Every one of them, no, they're just aging, but they look they look like teenagers. They look fine. And this is season four, and they're now investigating something going down, the upside down, rears its ugly head once again. And I'm excited for it. I think that the what this show has going for it, unlike a lot of other shows. I think because this show plays so much like a movie, they, they make them play like, you know, 80s movies, old school movies, and creators of others have said as much. That what it allows, I was talking about this recently with like The Sopranos, right? When The Sopranos, when I go back and rewatch it now and I'm able to watch them, I used to have to wait like two or three years per season for the Sopranos and you kind of forget what's going on. And then it, it and when I, as I'm watching them now, they play, I, I always love the Sopranos. I love it even more now because I'm so fresh for what I just watched and it just moves. I think stranger things actually benefits from a little bit of a break. Um, I know people are excited for it, waiting for it. And then I threw it back a little bit and you're supposed to maybe get a little earlier. It's coming out in 2022 now, but I think it benefits because I, th- I think it does play like a film and you see what these kids are up to next. How is this going to play? What's going on with David Harbour? Um, there's a lot that is – they didn't show Eleven in this trailer. At least if they did, I, it was maybe in a quick flash in one of the, at the end. But I didn't, I didn't see it. And if I've paused it, maybe you, you can see her. But um, I'm sure someone will tell me, no, no, you see her. It's fine. But it, it wasn't it – wasn't, she wasn't the focus. She wasn't the focus of it. And this house seems to be, and there seems to be some tie-ins to the Upside Down. So what does it all mean? I, the, the And also interesting that the emphasis was on Dustin this time. It wasn't really on, wasn't on Finn, Wolfhard. Wasn't on, wasn't on him. Um, but I'm excited to have the kids back. I'm excited to have the show back. Uh, it's one of the few. I had this conversation about Netflix the other day. Where what the hell was I? I was with, I was, I was at a dinner. And I was talking with my wife and my dad, and we were talking and just going over our favorite streaming platforms. And, and I mentioned I think HBO Max is my favorite right now, and, and the kids, obviously, Disney+. Plus and, and I look forward to the Star Wars series, so I'm Disney Plus for me, and, and those, those are the ones that I really enjoy, right? So when I started talking about this, my wife brought up how much she still loves Netflix. And there's a lot of shows she watches on Netflix. My dad still watches Netflix. And it's funny because I was like, at one point, I may have even said it on this show, like, yeah, maybe I'll cancel Netflix. And then what happens this weekend, they, they release these trailers, all of these trailers on all shows that I, A, either really like or B, am intrigued about. And now I don't want to cancel my Netflix because season four of, of Stranger Things looks phenomenal and um and and then we'll get into the other one. the other one i mean this is oops no one's here there but here here the, the these two i love their relationship steve i love their relationship it's they have a good comedy and you have him doing the doing the accent leading into uh 
He was a good accent too, good English accent by the kid. But anyway, that that's that's Stranger Things season four. I'm down. I want to see it. I can't wait. But it's not the reason I keep Netflix the most. I've got to be honest. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is just a fun show. You guys know how much I love it. I've got an opportunity to really every single season. I sit down with the with the creators of the show. I sit down with a. Uh, I've sat down with Sholo many times, and I love this show, man. I was a massive Karate Kid fan growing up, and I know so much about the first movie. I love the second movie, and what I even, the third one, yeah, but we'll get into it, why I still think it's pretty important, and then the Hillary Swank one, I don't know if they're ever going to play play into this one or not. I think that they might. I think they're probably reaching out to Hillary Swank, but nobody's uh, nobody's going to break. Anyway, this season, for those people who have been paying attention to Cobra Kai, the last season three ended out uh, ended up with a great Star Wars type moment. By the way, where you've got the f- Johnny Lawrence, who was on the dark side of the Force, now joins the light with one of the top Jedi's, one of the last standing Jedi, and that is uh, and that is Daniel Son, of course, Daniel Russo, who is who is teetered on the dark side here and there, and almost teeters on the dark side at the end of this last season, but he and Johnny team up this season against the Emperor, if you will. John Kreese. Well, he's my... You know what, though? He's he's more so Vader when you really look at it because speaking of season three, Terry Silver, who is really the Emperor, and he comes back, Terry Silver, and they set up Terry Silver so well in season three. On how, and they give, you, they give you a little bit of fake out of who you think Terry Silver is than who he ultimately was because they talked about it in the movie in Karate Kid 3 of how Kreese saved Terry Silver's life and he's indebted to him. And you see it. You see how that happens in season 3. But in season 4, they show the team up between Daniel and Johnny and their, how, how are their philosophies of Miyagi-Do and what was Cobra Kai, how are they going to join together? How are they going to work? How are they going to live in... What kind of synergy? And you see that these two... A lot of the people that were that were part of Johnny Lawrence's Cobra Kai joining with Daniel and Miyagi Do, and you can see it's like, how, how do we make this work? Because we were feuding at one point, and now we have like this big faction. There's a lot of wrestling in this show. There's a lot of Star Wars. There's so much, and maybe maybe not, but I see it all. The parallels. There's a lot of wrestling references and things too. But anyway, when you look at it, it's like there's this massive baby face turn if you will for for the members of formerly Cobra Kai and they join up and they and they join with uh with Daniel and you see them in there and you're never gonna have Daniel and Johnny just always on the same page it's not their dynamic they're just they're they're gonna be at each other's heads but they're working together this time and they have a respect for each other and you that was very clear at the end of season number three so now they're going to go battle, and they're going to battle up against Crease. And not only Crease, they have Robbie, who is who, who to me seems like you know. Even though I mentioned that Crease was like was Anakin, I think Robbie really fits into that Anakin role and goes into the dark side and, and joins the Empire, if you will. And he's now now it's like okay, I got to go against my son. I got to go against my son, and I got to go against my former teacher, and I got to join up with my former rival to do it. So there's such a new dynamic, and throw in Terry Silver now, as they show at the end of this trailer, and he and 
Kree says, you guys aren't the only ones teaming up. And now you're going to have Terry Silverback. And we know the two of those guys. Like, there's, there's, they're sinister. They're not good dudes. They're going to do everything they take. And then they show at the very end of it how... What I, and, and I remember when I spoke to um, the guys, Josh and John Hayden, creators of the show, that what they wanted to make very clear was that they weren't going to do a tournament every season. It, it takes away from it. Because when you finally lead to a tournament, it means that much more. They did one in the first. They did not do one in the second. They did not do one in the third. And they lead now to the fourth, which is going to be very uh, instrumental to the whole thing. And they even say it, Daniel's wife says to him, if you would have told me, you know, that a karate tournament was going to be our future, that's, that's, this is why now, now it makes a lot of sense. And now you got to have Cobra Kai. Versus, I assume are they are they going to be Miyagi Do? What's the name? What what's the what's the agreement going to be on the full team up name? I don't know, I don't know, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. I love absolutely, absolutely. I mean, just the look alone. These two standing next to each other, both Daniel Larusso, Johnny Lawrence, rivals for years, always on the brink of let's put this stuff behind us, and they finally do it. Can they work together? Comes out at the end of the year. I'm, I'm very excited. This is one of these shows that uh, people who, who didn't even think they were going to love it, love it. My wife loves this show. Makes my life a lot easier. And there you go. You got Johnny Lawrence, Daniel LaRusso. Pretty phenomenal. Pretty great. I'm, I'm excited that they're, that they're back, man. Uh, let me ask you guys a question. Let's, let's, stick, let's stick with Netflix. Let's stick with Netflix, and I'm going to jump to this one. Sandman, right? This teaser for San, the Sandman, I should say, pops in there. And I remember that, that this is like one of the most... I, I was talking all last week about why the last man. Everybody, I remember the late, great John Schnapp was always talking about this thing and wondering what it was going to be like, how they were going to make this work. And I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt was part of it at one point in a movie. I don't, I don't remember. I, Unlike Why the Last Man, I was not very familiar with it. I'd never even heard of it until I started talking to Schnapp and other people. But then once once the doors open that you start hearing about it, it's like people can't shut up about it. Like they love this thing. It's like really acclaimed. And can they make it work? This trailer looks awesome. So you get, you, anything you put Charles Dance, you have Charles Dance start doing seances or whatever the hell he's doing and he's and he's and they they summon this guy and then there's a voiceover about almost like a careful what you wish for type thing a look out here comes this motherfucker is basically what what it is um crazy crazy trailer i liked it i was i was intrigued by it and i think that the acclaim of the series and people always talking about it makes me all right let's see what this is all about and then when they deliver on the trailer like that when it brings that kind of intrigue when they're doing the seance guy drops down into it and he and here's and here's this dude kind of looks like david dalsmotion a little bit too he's got that kind of look um but man yeah it's i i don't know if enough about it but i'll tell you i like the fact that i don't know enough about it i like the idea that it, i don't if someone's like well here's what happens in sandman i mean koi will probably tell me next time i have koi on and i'll, and I'll listen to it because i always like to hear like i feel like koi has written every comic book because he knows about every comic book it's like, i don't think there's a comic book that he doesn't know about but that's why I'm sure he would, I mean, Koi could, uh, uh, the, the cliche saying, if you could sell ice to es- Eskimos and make it sound exciting. But I, I really want to hear his take on it. 
But I could also go without not hearing about it. So I'm excited to see it. Uh, this was a good one. These are the three trailers that I really thought hit the mark. And then there's some other things that, that pop in. This isn't necessarily trailers that came in. But this is more of this, oh, this is a picture that came in. Talk about acclaimed. The Last of Us is a game I've never played. I don't I know I don't know how many there are. I think the two, three, I, I don't know. Forgive me. You guys will, will tell me in the comments section and I'll and I'll listen and I'll forget. Um but I know that people talk about it. I know people love it. I know people love this game. Pedro Pascal playing, I guess, the lead. People liked that choice. Again, I, I can't really be a have like too much of a strong opinion on whether I think he's right or wrong for the role. I don't know the role well enough, although I know I, I like Pedro Pascal, and we're finally, we're really, I'm sure he's happy because you can see his face. Well, not in this picture, but um, post-apocalyptic zombie stuff. Again, this is very similar to me when it comes like what I was just saying with Sandman. I know nothing about it. Don't want to. This isn't Netflix. This is HBO Max. So there's going to be, and HBO Max needs a new series, right? They have a lot of great series, but there hasn't been that series for HBO, like the must-watch television series, since, um, since Game of Thrones. I'm not saying that it has been very good. Watchmen did very good for them, other stuff, but like must-watch television. Well, I, I, guess, I guess Succession. Succession is... Is, is one of those. People are very excited about that. So maybe Succession. I don't know if it's had, it's had the level of Game of Thrones, but it's very popular. So maybe Succession. Um, but could this be like the next big one? This Last of Us one? It's the first image that they that they show, and it's just like the, the wreckage of a plane, and there's, I guess, the two main characters of the overall show. Is there a Walking Dead feel to it? I get the vibe. Dirty backpacks, the, the clothes, everything too. I, I Again, I don't know. I know nothing about it. And I like that. It's one of the things I think of doing things the way that I do it now. You know, if you've been watching Big Thing and staying away from like the press releases of stuff, and I'll I'll be watching trailers. I watch trailers earlier now, and I enjoy. You guys have been very kind about the uh, the feedback on the trailers and the reviews. So I do those when the, when when it's stuff like this. When this trailer comes out, I'll, I'll watch it. So I'll probably figure out pretty quick what it's all about. But I do like going into it like blind. I do go like going into it going, I don't know what the hell I'm getting myself into. I always get more excited that way now too, but it's something about the way that we all take in media where we got to watch it. We got to watch it. We got to see the trailer. And it also builds, it, it builds hype. It builds hype. It builds excitement for it. So, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm down for this one. I'm down for it. Looking forward to it. That's HBO Max. I don't know when that comes out. You guys tell me. Not sure. What else? I think that was the majority of the stuff. Oh, and then this one. Foundations. You guys been watching this show? It's Foundations on Apple. I mean, sci-fi and fantasy that always, you're going to get me. And you got, and my wife was watching, what the hell was she, a morning show or whatever she was watching. And trailer popped up before it started. And I didn't watch, I haven't watched the morning show, so I didn't stick around. But I stuck around to see this trailer of Foundation. And I was like, oh, man. What the hell is this? This looks good. This looks real good. Is this like a is this like a Battlestar Galactica feel? And it's on Apple. And I have a lot of questions about this show. With the the first being, is it good? Anybody seen it? Any of you guys seen it? You like it? 
It's getting mixed reviews. Well, not mixed. I think that they said it's fairly fairly good reviews is what I saw. But there was an announcement, I think, that that's set up for like eight seasons. Again, everything goes back to The Sopranos. When The Sopranos, a lot of people know know this or don't know this, that when The Sopranos shot their pilot in 1997, I know that when I, we talked about The Sopranos earlier, people were like, no, actually, Sex in the City was the first one. It wasn't. Um, Sopranos shot first. They just didn't air until 98. But Sopranos, same thing with Sex in the City, though. They had to shoot a pilot. They had to shoot their pilot, and then they got approved down the line, just like old-school television. It's not the way it works for streaming anymore. You know, like this thing's set up for eight seasons. Like, there's got to be a metric of what they're looking at of, like, what what's working. How many subscribers do we get, right? Because Apple's one of the lesser subscribed to streaming services, I think. But with Ted Lasso, and they're starting to kind of throw in these, these in the morning show, they have these shows that are very popular for the audience that they have. And it's also, if you have an, if you have an Apple ID, I think it is, then you, you, you're subscribed to it. I don't know how the hell it works. I don't remember. But you, I, I don't know. I have it. Piped in my Apple ID, and I, I can access the damn shows. Um, and I do that. And I watch, I, I, and I want to watch this. Ted Lasso, I got to get into. Uh, from what I've seen, I've 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 liked, but I've got to, I, I I I'll be honest. I ha, it, it hasn't like it it has turned people into lunatics that watch it. Like like in in the, and that's that's in uh, that's a nice a compliment a compliment. Like just over the moon about it, loving it, super happy positive show that people love. And what I've li- what I've seen I've liked, but I haven't. There's shows sometimes that I watch where if I watch it, I go I gotta watch the next one like give it to me give it to me give it to me i haven't felt that with this show yet not that i i mean it's you know what it reminds me of kind of almost like with seinfeld like every time i watched seinfeld always enjoyed it never went out of my way to watch it um and that could stop that could that could change to be fair i haven't i think that i want to invest in it also because like i said with my because of to be very fair to my wife my wife like is she is. She holds the family together, and she does so much shit all the time. When I'm doing all this stuff with with you guys and and other things um, that I'm working on with Schmodown and all this shit, she's she keeps it all together. So when I get in from working and I'm helping out at home, and then we have our two to three hours at night before we got to crash and wake up all over again. Um, we only that's the time that we have. So we got to, it's, it's like negotiations. And, we, and it's like some people go, why don't you just go in the other room? It's the two or three hours I get to spend with my wife, so I want to spend it with her. So it's not as easy going, oh, I'm just going to go and I'll go watch something else, you watch something else. Then you turn into your grandparents from like the 40s and you're sleeping in separate beds. And, um, and my wife's hot, so I don't want to do that. Um, not that your grandparents weren't hot, but you know what I mean. Anyway, so we have to agree on certain things and my wife's tastes are very different than mine a lot of the time she says no no we we like a lot of the same things a lot of the same things we do but a lot of a lot of the same things we don't and there are shows though for example that i will stick with even if she do, if she does bail on it right and I'll, I'll sacrifice a little time like loki she bailed on loki it just wasn't for her the parallel universes or the the multiverse and stuff she just she checked out and you guys know i love that shit so i was to me i went out of my way to make sure that i watched that one um, she didn't watch WandaVision. I made sure I watched that one, and she 
she liked she liked Falcon and Winter Soldier, so we watched that together. There are other shows that we tried. We, we tried Ted Lasso once, right when it came out. I liked it. I said, oh, you want to try this again? She's like, I don't know. And then the hype started to build on it. She's like, all right, I'll give it another shot. And then she's like, I don't get it. I don't get why everybody loves this show. And I was like, I like it. I want to keep trying it. And then she never got to it. So I'll watch that. Morning show she started without me. So I never really. That was one. If I see it, I see it. If I don't, I don't. I heard season two is just okay anyway. So I don't know. I was trying to think about that the other day. What are some of these shows that a great season one just couldn't. Every, after season one, it just didn't it didn't hold up. Never even saw the show, but Mr. Robot came to mind. I think some people liked season one, loved season one, that thought season two was okay or good, and then it just kind of fell apart. Because that show was like, you couldn't go anywhere without people talking about that show, and then it just kind of disappeared. Heroes is another one that comes to mind. Heroes season one was like massive, massive, and then nobody was talking about it after like season two or three because it was started to get like... Uh, Repetitive in the writing just kind of started to go off. Dexter, not season one. Dexter held strong for, I think, four seasons for me. And I'm excited for Dexter to come back because I think that la- that's a weird one for me. I'll tell you. I've never, I, don't, I don't really bail on movies. I don't bail on shows and just, like, stop. i got to finish them. It's a thing that I have. I'm sure a lot of you guys have this. Like, i got to finish them. If I'm watching it and I'm committing to it, i got to finish it. And Dexter, I watched every freaking season. And I was watching the last season. I don't know what happened at the time. I had like a free Showtime thing. And I have Showtime now. And I had a free Showtime thing. And, it, and I was watching the last season of Dexter. And I wasn't liking it. And then the Showtime thing went out. And I was like, oh, should I just go get it or should I figure it out? And, I like, eh. and I didn't even finish it. And then I heard that the finale was so bad. People hated the finale. Hated it. And I was like, don't need to see it. I know he's in a cabin in the woods somewhere. I'm good. And I, I bailed on it. But I'm not, like, very similar to like what I think Kalinowski and I were talking about with, with Indiana Jones. I'm not one of these people that if the last one was so bad, not nah, they had their chance and they blew it. I'm still, I'm still always open for another Terminator movie. I'm always open for another Die Hard movie. And I'm certainly open for the Indiana Jones. All right? And I'm certainly open for Dexter. I think that if there is a possibility... Like Terminator's, Terminator's tough because Terminator has done so much stuff and it ain't working. But my, my idea for Terminator was always, let's go back to the roots of 1984, man, and make it look low budget. Don't spend all that money on it. I know you got to spend some money on Arnold. You know, but do you even have to? Sign off for his likeness and get you deep fake guy. Stick it on some big dude and make him the villain again or whatever. Go back to, or, or, even, or don't even use him. Go back to the eight. Go back to that horror film type thing. Um, so, and look at the Matrix. Matrix is another one. Two and three. A lot of people. I know there are a lot of people out there who do like two and three. I've seen that in the comments. You know, a lot of people don't like two and three. People are excited about four because that trailer was awesome. So I'm not. I'm not one of these people that are was like, nah, don't need it. It's over. I think that if they can get Bruce Willis to actually turn into John McClane the way that they got Harrison Ford to turn into Han Solo in The Force Awakens. Because Bruce Willis still has desire to act. You look at Looper, you look at some other movies that he's done, he still has desire. You just got to get him, you got to get the right director and you got to get people, you got to get him to actually not think he knows everything and, and good luck and not have him just be Bruce Willis and have him actually try to be John McClane and you can make it work. 
still think Ben Trouble Cook's script is the way you do it. You go to go to John McClain, Nakatomi in in Japan, anniversary. He goes out there, whether he goes out, you know, with Sam Jackson or whoever he goes out there with. That's how you do it. So I'm good with Dexter coming back, though. I think the trailer looks good. I think it's interesting now that it's Debbie, it's his sister that actually is playing the 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 role of um of his dad, what his what his stepdad used to do. So you got a lot of Dexter fans here. Anybody care about the show at all? I'm curious. Let me know what you think about that. Um, got other things I want to talk to you guys about. Before I do, I want to let you also know this happened to me recently. By the way, uh, my my toothbrush had crapped out on me and right away i was like quip baby gotta go to quip because it's um there's it's i don't know how many you guys know but i know ellis and i talked about it last time but they're they're pretty great i know you guys heard about us talk about them a million times but there is something brand new that can reward you and your mouth because when is the last time that get you got rewarded for brushing your teeth with Quip's smart electric toothbrush, good habits can earn you great perks, free products, gift cards, and more. This is the new thing that's going to reward you and your mouth. The Quip smart brush, it's, got, it's for adults, it's for kids. It connects to the Quip app with Bluetooth, which is very convenient. You can track when and how well you brush, get tips and coaching to improve your habits, earn points for daily brushing and bonus points for completing challenges like streaks, Redeem for rewards like free products, gift cards, discounts from Quip and partners. If you guys have Quip already, which is great about this, is that you can upgrade it with a smart motor and it keeps the features that you already know and love. It's got sensitive sonic vibrations, a two-minute timer with 30-second pulses for a guided clean. Slim, lightweight, and sleek with no wires or bulky chargers to weigh you down. Multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. The... Great thing about just but going past the brush, Quip has everything that you need to build a complete routine. There is mint or watermelon toothbrush with anti-cavity ingredients for strong, healthy teeth and reliable mouthwash that's good for you and for the planet, by the way. Join over the 5 million mouths who use Quip. Save hundreds compared to other Bluetooth brushes where you get a Quip smart brush for just $45. But here is the big thing, if you will. Start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today. Go to getquip.com slash big thing. Right now, save $10 on a Quip smart electric toothbrush. $10 off a smart electric toothbrush at getquip.com slash big thing. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash big thing. That's Quip, the good habits company. I like that Quip. Um, it's convenient it's nice. I like it. Going to tell you about the comedy stuff in just a minute. And um, before I do that, as we talk about oh, foundation is the other one. We're still going into foundation. Kind of went off on a rant on that other stuff. So I don't know. Let me know if I should watch this show. Is it worth it, Dan? Is it worth it? Should I check it out? I don't know. I guess that's everything. I guess that's all the, that's the major stuff. Are there any other big topics going on? I don't know. I don't know what the hell's out there. It's come, there's so much new shit coming out there. I am bummed that I missed those trailer reactions, though, because I wanted to watch those with you guys. But so it, so it be. So it be. So it is. So it will be. So it has been. So it never shall be. 
Uh, man, last night was crazy. Sunday night. Went up to um, Flappers Comedy Club. Jake Lewis. If you guys don't know Jake Lewis, this dude's talented, man. This dude is talented. It, it gets a lot for me to sit down and watch comedy. A lot of comedians are like this. It, and he is very engaging. He's he's a sketch comedy guy that I first saw him through Jamie Costa, who's one of my good buddies. And um, he's got that presence about him. And he puts on this show at Flappers. He was very kind to have me come do a set there. He did like 15 minutes last night. A lot of other great comedians were there. People came out to see me. Uh, Ken Napsok came out. I mean, tons of people did. I, I, I'll be here for forever. If I, if I, I just thank you to everybody who came out and, and supported. It was, it was very nice to have everybody out there. And I was working on a lot of new things. The stuff that I talked to you guys about that I've been working on for like the last year through the quarantine and everything and, and trying out some new things, you get excited to try new bits, you know? You get excited and say, all right, is this going to work? Is it not going to work? And it was such a strange feeling because, you know, I say 12 years. It's been 12 years in L.A. since I did this set, but I did that set in New York like two years ago. And that energy in that crowd in New York, far different than the energy last night. Good crowd last night. Good crowd. Different energy. Saturday night, or was it, no, was it a Friday night in New York? Um bunch of drunk people, rowdy, let's do it, right? This, it was like it was like UFC compared to a good night at theater, if that makes sense. There wasn't a lot of, I mean, people were drinking, people were having fun, and this was no, by no means a dead crowd. It was a fun crowd. It was a fun crowd, no doubt. They were laughing, having a good time, very warm, good crowd, but just very different. Um, and it was like, I don't know how did I how you guys are when you're doing things and for me I'm very I always focus on the things I didn't like more so on the things that were working because people were like oh this thing worked this thing worked I'm like yeah but in my head I'm like but that I could have done that I could have done that 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 Saul was there and Saul was like everything hit and in my head I'm like mm, I don't know like this thing's in in that, I could have done better. Or maybe I shouldn't have done that one. Maybe I should have cut that out. Maybe I should have led with that. Maybe I should have moved here. A lot of like a lot of the new stuff, which was a majority of it, um, worked, and I was excited about that. But I wanted to go back up. Like I wanted to drive to the comedy store right afterwards and try it again. But I had to get home. What an idiot I am! Fucking asshole! I go home new because my wife again has been. The saint with all this shit, too, because it's just one more thing to put on her plate of the shit she's got to do. She's like, I set the alarm. Just, you know, I told her I'd be back around, I don't know, 10, 45, 11. But I, I had to stick around. I wanted to watch Jake Lewis's set. I wanted to stick around. I wanted to thank the people that came out to support. And by the time I got home, it was like midnight. I get home. In the, f the fucking idiot I am. I open the door and the alarm goes off and wakes everybody. No, it doesn't wake everybody up in the house. It wakes my wife up in the house and the dog. And I'm like, oh, you moron. Didn't even set it. I didn't even think to set the alarm before I came in. So that was a good thing. That worked out well. That, that, that helps my cause when I'm like, no, no, no. It's not going to disrupt anything when I get back at, at, at midnight. But nonetheless, it felt good. And Ellis was there. And it was good. I think it was a comforting thing. Flappers Comedy Club, by the way, in Burbank. I um 
I had never done the club. I didn't know about it. I knew it was, not that I didn't know about it. I knew it was there because it's not, it's like right across the street from where old Collider was. So I always used to see it, but I never, never went in, never knew about it as far as like what the rooms were or anything. It's a cool little club, man. It's a cool little club. It's got a nice room. The main room is where we were in last night. And it was a nice little room. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun energy. And I thought it was a, it, it was like a classy club. I was, I was like, oh man, I never, I wish that this club was around. Things have changed. Oh man, though. in from 2006, 2007, when I was really doing comedy, like fucking seven nights a week, two shows a night, um, things have changed because I even did something. I changed a joke that I had around and I shifted it a little bit. It worked, it worked the shift that I did, but I took something out. Cause I just feel like there's a certain instance uh, people feel it could be insensitive or whatever the fuck it was. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try it tonight because I'm still going to do it, but I only want to do it tonight. I'm going to try to switch it up because I also was curious to see if I switched it up, would it work? I wanted to challenge myself and it did. It almost worked stronger than the other one. But I said something inside of that joke that is not, it's, it's not bad at all. But I, I felt like when people go, oh, did you just say that? Oh, my God. And I did that, like, it was like twice. And I was like, oh, come on. And, and not, nothing against them, but it was like, isn't comedy supposed to be safe? I don't know. I don't fucking know. And, and again, that's hard, to, that's hard to say to you guys when you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, Right. So you're like, well, it depends on what you said. And I don't want to give it away because if you come see me, I'm still going to do it. But there are other things that I realize you got to change some certain things up. And things change, you know. But overall, I was happy with the set. Um, I think I was happier with the first half than I was the second. Well, the second half went fine. But I, just, I think the majority of the, new, the newer stuff was, was in the first part. And I, uh, I, it definitely caught the bug again. There's no doubt about it getting back up there, maneuvering it, finding out what works, what doesn't. Um, was there a little ring rust? I think a little ring rust. Yeah, a little bit. But it was, it, it was also, I guess, because it was new material, right, is to get comfortable with that new material also. It's the, 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 the first thing with comedy, at least for me anyway, is, okay, how much do you believe in this joke? What are you going to do with it for the first time that you're ever going to do it? Here it is, and then you start, you go, oh, wow, okay, well, that worked that first time. And then as you do it more and more and more, you're like, okay, now I, I remember how I do it this way. Do I change the word, the, the reflection of my voice when I, when I, when I do this? Do I, should I try to do that instead? And now that I, and, and the first time you do it, you're like, okay, remember to say this before that. Like I did a whole thing at the end, and I had to chop some stuff out because, like I said, they were very generous to me. They gave me 15 minutes, and when my light came at 13, I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this entire thing. I had to cut one thing out that I was planning on doing, cut it out because I wanted to try this new thing. A lot of the stuff with the new thing worked at the end, but I missed a lot of stuff that I had planned for. So it's just a lot of work, a lot of things you got to do. But I was excited to do it. I was excited to come back, and, and, I, and, and Mark was great. Ellis was great. We had a great talk outside. He sent me a very kind text message afterwards. Um, and then a lot of people were there just kind of – I didn't do this part of it, but it was nice that a lot of people that were there, I think they all met up and had a couple of drinks afterwards. So, so that was awesome too. So, you know, it was a nice night. It was fun. I had a, I had a good time. Um, I'm going to look and see. I'm going to make it a short show today. I'm going to make it a short show because I want to see if there's anything else that 
that popped on on news wise, but and I'll check my Twitter. So sometimes you guys tweet me in the middle of this stuff and and let me know if something. Um, you know, Cowboy Bebop, but I I, I don't I, I can't pretend that I watched a lot of it. And then Tom Paul Thomas Anderson has a new trailer out. I'm sure, it's good, but uh, nothing that I'm nothing that I'm losing my mind over. So nah, don't see anybody tweeting anything. Um, I'm going to be talking about New York. I mean, talking about comedy. I'm gonna I'm gonna be going back up. This is uh, coming right around the corner here, October eighth. October eighth, man. Only about shit week and a half, something like that, close to it. October 8th, Ellis and I are going to be at the New York Comedy Club. This is where I talked, I just talked about it earlier, where there was the energy in the crowd last time was phenomenal. Will the crowd be the same? I don't know. But we're doing shows. I'll probably do the one on the 7th now, too. But October 8th, 7th and 8th, you can get tickets at markellis.live. And then we are going to be at um, the, Shmo- the next day. We're going to be in uh, the roulette on, on the 9th. Brooklyn Roulette, Marisol McKee, Chance Ellison for the title. If you guys have never been to a Schmodown, please come to this one. If you're in New York, you're going to be around there for Comic-Con weekend, come check out a Schmodown. We had um, a lot of people who came to the cantina, and one of our fans uses the moniker of Suge Knight, and um, and he's uh, he wrote a great thing. I, I, I have been very hard on the digital era of the Schmodown, and people have been like, oh, maybe being a little too tough on it. And then he was like, well, you see, I, I, I mean, I take it back. Because when you, when you go and you feel the live energy of what's going on in that crowd during a Schmodown, like that's what the, schmo, the show's supposed to be. And that was at the Scum and Villainy Cantina, which holds like 30 people out of fans, and maybe like 50 people tops. Big theater and the roulette, Brooklyn, get there. Even like, eh, I don't know, I don't know about the trivia thing that you do. I, you know, it's, I'm glad that you're doing big thing again. I'm excited that you're do- you're having conversations, and that's kind of the schmoes thing. But I never really did the trivia thing. Try this. Try a live schmodown. If your first introduction was digital, no. If your first introduction was, oh, yeah, I checked out a match in studio, but it wasn't for me. Come to the live event. Trust me. It is. It, it it it's got that big fight feel when you go. If you trusted me on this stuff, how I said, then now I promise you, big thing, Sith Council, full on conversations, going back and forth, shooting shit with people. Trust me on this. Schmodownlive.com, Get your tickets. It's gonna be a great show. I'm excited for it. Um, speaking of stuff we got going on, I just talked to Winston Marshall and Koyj Andrew. I think. But this Friday, our Spider-Man rewatch series will continue, or continue, will begin. And we're going to have, and if, if it doesn't start, we're probably definitely shooting it this week. So if it doesn't air on Friday, it'll definitely air next week. But we're going to start it really, we're going to shoot it this week, the first one. And then on Wednesday, it's going to be a Collider Live reunion. Me, Roxy Stryer, and Josh McCuga are going to be doing a show together. So that'll be a lot of fun. We haven't done a show together probably since Collider Live. So the three of us will be in studio together. So make sure you check that out on a Wednesday. Friday, most likely, I might not do the Spider-Man rewatch or airing it because Ellis was supposed to come in on Friday. But like I told you guys, I pushed it back because I wanted to be with the with the family. So he's probably going to come in and we can choose something. So if he doesn't come in on Thursday so we can air something on Friday, 
he'll he'll be on definitely for next week because we've been we we've been enjoying hanging out together and doing more stuff. So we've been it's funny we, it's, we it's like even a collider when we saw each other almost every day we weren't hanging out as much as we are now. Like you know he comes over we do this and then I think now the comedy's back in my life. Um, yeah, the wings are flappers are good too. You guys ever been? Let me know in the comment section though if we did stand up comedy in your area. Would you come see us and let us know where where is that? Where where's the where's the area that uh, of you guys? And if you live in California, living in New or you live in New York, let me know why you uh, a aren't coming by the didn't weren't able to come by the show. It could be a simple thing like this Sunday night, motherfucker. I was working on Monday. I wasn't gonna come out come out there and do that. Do it, write it. Uh, it and and the Schmodown question: If you're on the East Coast and you can get to the event in Brooklyn. Why aren't you going? Because the community there, you got to see the people in that crowd. It's a lot of fun, man. Especially if you're coming to the uh, comedy show the night before. You get your ass to the Schmodown in Brooklyn the next day. Um, Yeah, it's it's a short show today. I'm all right with it. It's a 45-minute show. I'm cool with it. I hope you guys are cool with it. I had a blast today. I had a fun. I just, I just want to talk about the shit that I wanted to talk about. Cobra Kai and... Did I watch anything else? I, didn't really, I, didn't want, I just watched Sopranos again. Oh, I guess I'll end with that. I'll end with the Sopranos. Um, Many Saints in Newark comes out this Friday, which happens to be my birthday. I'm going to do that. I don't know if I'm going to be able to control myself and not watch it in the morning. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. I'm going to try to because I'm I'm craving the meatballs that are coming on Friday. Cannot wait. But... In season six, episode like six of The Sopranos right now. Love the show so I mean, I always loved the show, but I love the show so much more in the rewatch. What I was talking about earlier, just like you just pick up, pick up on things that maybe you would have forgotten about had you watched it two years prior. But if you just watch it, you know, a couple of days before, night before, right after, you're like, oh, that's how that all plays. The stuff plays a lot more. There was like there's like a couple episodes that I was like, eh, I don't know, I'm like it's a little bit of little fillerish, but nothing nothing jarring. Everything kind of works out. And there's some Paulie's so fucking funny, dude. Some of the shit that he says kills me. Christopher too. Christopher doesn't get enough credit for the comedy that he plays and certain things that he says. And I'm in the episode right now where they're. They're pitching Ben Kingsley to try to be in the in the in their movie. And Kingsley just wants nothing to do with these two. Wants absolutely nothing to do with them. Chris is kind of jumping back on the he's jumping off the wagon, getting back into drugs. Such a fucking good series. I love it. I can't wait. I'm so I was talking to um Rel Battle, I believe is the comedian's name. Nice guy. I met last night. And we were talking about Sopranos for a while. We were just kind of going over the things we were expected to see, hoping to see. People are excited for this for this for this movie. I don't know if it's going to lead into anything else afterwards. I I reached out to Warner Brothers. I tried to get, I want I really wanted to try to get an interview with like either David Chase or um or Michael Gandolfini. Um, nothing happened yet, but you know, trying. I think once I get my own studio, like past this stuff, I think it's gonna be easier to get guests because I don't want to do the Zoom thing. I mean, it was I I made an exception obviously for for CM Punk when I did that because. 
CM Punk, you want to interview him, you want to interview him. But, like, I really like talking to people, like, where I can see him, talk to him. I'm working on doing something. I know I've heard you guys where we can get, like, a full shot um, of all of us. Thrawn is a – I saw him last night. This dude, big fan, great fan. Guy comes to every single uh, Scum and Villainy Cantina match that we do. He was there last night at the show. Just a very supportive – guy and nice nice human being same guy who i but gave me the the tickets in san diego for my family to go to the zoo um just a nice guy and um he had suggested at one point he's like hey man when uh, the thing about collider live that i was loved was like you could see all of you in the room i was like yeah but the problem is right now with, with this setup as it is right now it looks sloppy you see the wires and a whole bunch of shit so i've been talking to um some of my fantastic producers at Skybound about reorganizing this thing and making it look more podcast friendly, more wide shots, more of this. Um, I don't know when it's when or if it's going to come in fruition, but I'm certainly talking about it. So we'll see. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this show. Always let me know if you like the show as it is, like if you like what I'm doing here with when it's just me and if there's anything you're looking forward to, the stuff that we're doing. But I had fun. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate everything. I appreciate your support. You know what I should have done today? The freaking Q&A. I didn't do it this today. I'll do it next time. Go to my Facebook page. It's in the link in the description. Um, and then you can ask me some questions next time. That's what I forgot this time. That's why this show went a little shorter. I apologize. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. Talk to you next time.